here, he's here. He was supposed to be here by now. Well, kickoff's in about an hour. You should be here by yeah. now. His flight was supposed to be landing a bit. Sorry if you're just joining us. We're in, um, me and James are in the clubhouse again. Welcome to Clubhouse yeah. Chat, Stage Your Athletic. Um, we're currently waiting for Rob, who yesterday was in Amsterdam. He's catching a flight back to the clubhouse here. Mm. Ken's looking very forlorn without him over the past couple of days, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, very, the very whole sad. clubhouse has just felt very empty. It's just not to say, not the same with that lanky northerner just milling about. Hi, um, guys. Hi. Hey! Hi. Robbie, you made it. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. Just um, can I get an Alka Seltzer, please? Okay, thanks ever so much. On ice. Uh, Is it possible. bad? How's the hangover? Oh, you know, I mean, it's been it's been a big one in in so many ways. Mm, I can imagine. I can only imagine. <laughs> You've got some orange uh, body paint on your nose there. I think. Oh, Austin. that's not body paint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for coming back in time. Well, you were no, just in time for the match. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. I came. I I was at um, Funhouse XXL last night. That was the big party right. that everybody was uh, hanging out at. Um, XXL by name, XXL <laughs> by nature. And then I um, headed straight to Shippel. Um, Shippel Airport. Yeah. Without sleep. nice airport that. Lovely airport. Big taxi though. Um, it took her about forty-eight minutes to taxi. Landed. Just round the corner from the clubhouse, and yeah. uh, managed to get a, a, an Uber straight here just in time. Hopefully, Sorted. for the Leeds Cardiff match today. Leeds versus Cardiff. Well, well, well as we're talking about Leeds, we, we did the Albion yesterday. What are your plans, thoughts, hopes, dreams, aspirations for Leeds United back in the Championship? It's a mixed bag. First of all, it's taken a little while to deal with the disappointment of last season. We may play in a few clips, actually. I mean, we, I, we sent you some clips, didn't I, of um, watching that yes. last game at West uh, yeah. Ham where we really needed to get a result to stay up. It wasn't to be. Mm. There was a sort of an inevitability about last season that seeped in pretty early. Obviously, it became calamitous with the various managerial roundabouts we had through the season. I think Jesse Marsh had done his thing. I saw at the Nottingham Forest game, it just disintegrated. And from that moment on, he had to go, but what a stupid time to change a manager at that time of year. It just meant we couldn't get yeah. anybody. Um, and that was, a, that was a big key downfall. And I thought... I've, I mean, Leeds United fans have got different views about it, but I've always been quite a fan of the what is now the last regime. Uh, Radziano is the chairman, and Kinnear and um, Orta uh, as a bit of a tr- triangular leadership. I thought they kind of done some great things, but they were heavily criticised and probably understandably so for the, the craziness of the end of last year. Mm. That said, that's been dealt with to a degree. Daniel Farker's in. Mm-hmm. He's won promotion from the Championship twice. Done he it has. before. That's a really good appointment. Yeah. He's got a positive... And a limited st- budget as well at Norwich, to be fair to him. That's true. A style not too far away from what the Leeds fans have got accustomed to now in recent years, which I think is a good thing. So good it's not going to be a massive leap for a lot of those players in terms of their mentality and approach. But I don't know. I, yeah, I don't here think he we're going to... Here he comes. Yeah, this is not a season... <laughs> Like last time we went up when it was it felt inevitable. It was a matter of like how can we dominate this league? Mm. It doesn't feel like that at all. That said, new ownership, San Francisco yep. 49ers are now the majority shareholders. Yeah. I think that's been coming for a while. I think that's obviously a good vindication that they're they're in it for the long haul. They've been around a number of years incrementally increasing their stake, which means that, you know, they could have thought, right, 
They didn't stay up, that's us done. They haven't, they've seen it as an opportunity to get a potentially cheaper purchase, I would imagine. That's a good thing. We've got Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, US golfers, as yeah. part uh, it, shareholders was, now of the San Francisco 49 I was about to group. mention this. I mean, it's a little bit gimmicky, isn't it? Why is it's it It's a little bit gimmicky. Why is Professional it gimmicky? golfers getting involved in the business of fo- managing football team. Oh, but it's I fine for, for Ryan me. Reynolds and Rob McEnany, Byron Rexham. But didn't say that was gimmicky Professional golfers getting involved. I think it's a good thing. I'm not entirely sure. I think that it's another example of it all being just a bit too complicated. I'm going to say two words, three words to you. Two words to you, actually. Mm, not I can count. Reading it in my head. Fan ownership. Uh, Look, what are your thoughts on that? Well, because now we're talking about football ownerships, and we spoke about this in the West Brom thing yesterday. It, it's just not going to happen in our British sporting culture, unfortunately. Uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. I wasn't far from you know Germany, being in the Netherlands. Tenuous thing. I was nearer Germany than you are, and uh, obviously that's a big <laughs> part of their culture. But then you've got to think: how many teams have won? How many German teams? are genuinely competing in Champions Leagues. Are they tr- attracting the big money investors to Germany? They're not because of their structure. Now, you could say that's a good thing. I think it is a good thing. But given the nature of the mm. global market of football, there's no way that those Premiership League uh, clubs are going to step back and towards fan ownership, no matter how much they might patronise the fans when they're in the process of buying them. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with people who know nothing about football being involved in a football team. I say that about any ownership brand. I'd say that about any business model that looks after people who don't know anything about the business that they're buying into, namely West Bromwich Albion. I, I, I don't know. It's a bit gimmicky. It's a bit gimmicky. Yes, Reynolds and McElhenney, Henny, Henny, Henny is a fantastically beautiful Hollywood moment. McElhenney, show some respect. <laughs> Sorry, James. Thank you. Ooh, you, got, you got very angry there. Um, I don't know. Is it going to last very long? I don't know. I, and it's been great to watch the TV series at Wrexham. Anyway, it's a, it's mm. a different discussion. We could talk about this forever. So Leeds... I've actually got Leeds's players in and out as of August the 2nd in front of me. I'm going to read them all out. Some of them weren't first team players, but Tyler Roberts to Birmingham City. Robin Cock out on loan to Frankfurt. No great loss. Lorente out to Roma. Not not a massive loss. Not a massive loss. Brendan Aronson. That is a loss uh, for two reasons. One, uh, last year I got his name put on my shirt that I bought. I've seen you wear it. And so that was very disappointing to lose him. I think he just wasn't given the opportunity under those latter managers. Um, I think that's a great shame. I think he's talented. He got a bit overshadowed. It's a loan out. Mm. These are all loans out that you mentioned so far. They are loans, but yes, I should say. Potential that they could come back at some point. Uh, He's a loss for me. Yeah, that's never going to happen. Um, Rodrigo obviously is Big left loss, to. But you can understand he's gone for the money. He doesn't want he's to go for the, the money. I mean, hey, that's another conversation to have yeah. about Saudi Arabia uh, as well. But. You know, tell me about it. Christensen to Roma, he's gone out yeah, alone. it's a funny one, that one. He didn't... Uh, I think there was high hopes for him. Um, he didn't quite materialise. Mm. I mean, our entire back line has been disappointed for quite some time. Mark Rocker has gone to Real Betis yeah, on Yeah, that's a bit disappointing. That's okay. That one, again, um, didn't quite perform as people had hoped. But, yeah, I think it would be nice to have seen him hang around. He said he was committed, but it seems he's not. Oh, they never are, though, no. are they? There's no loyalty in football anymore. Uh, and Wober to Mocha and Gladbach. Yeah. He's gone alone. Is he a goalkeeper? No. 
Um, making that he's not a goalkeeper, no. no. Um, yeah, again, another sort of disappointing moment. Speaking of goalkeepers, we have got Carl Darlow in from Newcastle. I was just about to say, Carl Darlow in from Newcastle. That's a decent sign, isn't that? It is a good signing because Melier, oh, I mean, crikey. Yeah. There's talks of him going as well, apparently. He's rumoured to be. Yeah, I think he probably will go. He's very ambitious, clearly talented, but he's immature, makes a lot of mistakes. He's very nervous. Mm having him behind you, I think. And as as much as he's done some fantastic saves, he's given away a lot of goals. I think I'd agree with you. He was poor in yeah, the last season. And I think he, he gives really a lot was. of confidence to opposition. Poor. I think that's really key about mm. defence. and that's such that a good shot. Yeah. This guy's got a mistake in them and they already come out with well, the upper that, hand. It's that, I mean, playing football when you're a kid and the manager's usually is like Keith from the estate who manages the football team. Always looks at the goalkeeper and goes, shoot on sight, yeah. lads. He couldn't catch a cold. <laughs> it's like, it's so true. It's the same. He must go into Premier League stuff yeah. as well. And then uh, Ethan Ampadu. Good I think that's a great that. signing. Yeah. Clark had talked about him in one of the preseason games as being close to a Phillips replacement as Leeds could have found. Yeah. I think he's obviously designed to try and hype up the fans a little bit given how loved uh, Calvin Phillips was and remains. So yeah, that'd be great. And we do need someone in that spot. So I think it's a great signing. I still think the signing's needed. I mean, yeah. the same could be said for West Brom. We've got ages left of the transfer window, haven't we? So yeah, there's still plenty of time. Now, a question on Daniel Farker. Mm. It seems to me that he is a second choice. Yes. To, weirdly enough, West Bromwich Albion's current manager, Carlos Corberon. How do you feel about that? Would you have liked Leeds to have thrown the bank at Albion to get Corberon? Are you happy with Farker as second choice? I think he probably... I don't know if you're right about that. I think certainly Corberon was certainly desired in that spell when we were just, you know scrawling the world to find anybody who'd ever managed a football team and available to come in in February sure. for a team that was heading down. Yeah. I think at that time, which is, you know, to, cre- to Corbron's credit, they didn't come at that point. I think he was very clear at that point that he really wanted to see the West Brom project through. So I think mm. in terms of Farker, I think it's probably a smart appointment. He's certainly got experience of getting teams yeah, out of that league. which is great. I mean, I think, you know, everybody wants a Potter-type manager at the moment, don't they? Or you wouldn't have been surprised yeah. if this... You know, Leeds hierarchy and to pluck someone out from a small league around the world that had the right sort of potential. I think that they sort of looked at that a little bit. I think Farker's a good, smart choice this year. And we don't want any showbiz managers coming down just taking the cash, to be honest. No, definitely not. I don't think anybody in the Championship wants that. I don't know if I'm biased because I don't really like Leeds. I would have been disappointed with Farker as a manager for really? me. I think Leeds are more ambitious than a manager who is... Look, he, he can get teams out of that league, but so can Steve Bruce. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's a bit harsh on Daniel mm. Farker, but I don't think that's enough of the credential to get a manager in. His style of football is good. It's, what's the right word? Brutal as Bielsa's. Yeah. But it's certainly, you know, it's compact, free-flowing, all that kind of stuff. So I think it will be decent. I still think that Corbran is a better manager. Whether or not Leeds or Albion are going to be in the same thing. part of the plan is that when you finish seventh or eighth and we go up yeah. sneaking into the second promotion spot on the last day, maybe yeah. Farker out, Corbron in. <laughs> I think that's a shot. My current prediction is Corbron will be out of the Albion from Christmas. Farker will leave Leeds. We'll have Farker, you'll oh, have really? Corbron for the rest of the season. Genuinely. I genuinely think that will happen. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but Corbron, I don't know. I love Corbron. And James, actually, while you're sitting there, we're both Albion fans. Corbron at the moment, is currently showing to the players in training sessions Brighton and Hove Albion tactics. Mm. 
Nice. So he's playing Brighton matches. Because right, he's a good match. I mean, you've never done a Brighton match, have you? We need to go to a Brighton match. No, I'm we? desperate to, especially because they're doing so well at the moment. Doing yeah. really well. Maybe yeah. it could I mean, be a cup draw uh, against one of our teams. You never yeah. know. Leeds-Brighton would be a good game. I mean, you'd beat us by a, a country mile. I mean, that's uh, how business happens. But I think Leeds might have a good show. It could be a good game. Clubs. I mean, Brighton is it. I mean, that is it. They, they plan really forward. They've got the replacements for yeah. each player already scouted it seems they've got managers scouted for when people leave either because they're yeah. successful and they're being nicked or or it hasn't worked out yeah you know and they really are a community club that's built up and kept that sense of community as they've got bigger and more ambitious so they're a model for yeah, so so many clubs i think totally agree great team so leeds rob predictions where do you think you'll finish next season? I would love to think that we would just sneak into second. I think what's realistic, more realistic, unfortunately, is that we'll be fighting for one of those last playoff places. Really, do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. I think it won't be as convincing as we hoped. And we'll have to go through the ordeal that is playoffs, which we've never done very well on. And then it's the lottery from them then it's a lottery I mean have you been to any playoff match any of those matches not live I mean the, the playoff matches that really stick in my head were the horrific derby game of course funny because of Bielsa's scouting and then we also had yeah. the Villa game giving a goal back and yeah, all that that was famous nonsense, yeah. as well as historic heartache against Watford so the playoffs are never very yeah. good for us just on Farker and um, of course, he came straight down twice. Well, the last twice he's gone yeah. up. So, um, just on your Long point around probably not uh, idea. longevity is probably not a good thing. And having said that, you know, is there much longevity in football anymore? Is there? Not really. Great question, Jack. Any, no, is the is answer. There? I don't think there is. In, in any yeah, sense. There's no. Currently looking at the teams in the championship. Yes. Birmingham, Blackburn, Bristol, Cardiff, Coventry, Huddersfield, Hull, Ipswich, Leeds, Leicester, Borough, Millwall, Norwich, Plymouth, Preston, QBR, Rotherham, Sheffield Wednesday, Southampton, Stoke, Sunderland, Swansea, Watford, West Brom. You could say half, if not more, could have a good season and get in the Premier League next year quite easily. Quite easily. Even Ipswich coming up from the League One, they've spent a hell of a lot of money. They could do something stupid next year. But I think you've said this historically, actually, is that there is actually a lot to be said for playing in the championship versus the Premier League if you're not going to be competing for, competing for Champions League places actually sort of just faffing around with disappointment in the bottom half getting thrashed by the odd team can be really frustrating yeah. whereas you know in the championship it's going to be compelling it's going to be competitive yeah. there'll be very few points between a lot of teams for a long time I totally agree with you we've had some amazing moments in the championship I mean Watford Leicester unbelievable even Leeds Villa with that goal of disallowed should it have happened given another goal back the derby game Every playoff final I've ever seen has been great fun to watch. Yeah. So you are right. There's method in being in the second I tier. always look at the last few fixtures, and that was part of my pessimism last year because we had a really tough running. And just looking at the leagues, we've got yeah. Middlesbrough away, Queen's Park Rangers away, and Southampton at home Oof. as the last three. Ooh. That's quite tough, isn't it? Southampton will be up yeah, there. Yeah, I think and Middlesbrough, I think, could... There. Um, do something this year they're not great it's going to be yeah. tough so the plan is so you're you're away for Leeds versus West Brom at Ellen Road I am I'm heading off to Spain but we should definitely come back together either during or after yes I agree and then Christmas for the Hawthorns yes I'm going to try Friday get December 29th a Friday yeah that's the one a Friday I'm going to try and get us a box yeah, Rob. Gotta I'm going to try and get us a box what other actors support West Brom uh, is that the time I think uh, I've got something else to do because uh, obviously no one. No, I'm joking. It's a short list. Uh, me? No, I'm joking. Frank Skinner. Yes. I'd love to meet Frank Skinner and chew his ear off about the Albion. I'd 
be amazing. Adrian Childs. Of course. Now, one who I have worked with quite a few times, actually. He's a lovely, lovely, lovely man, and I adore him. Lenny Henry, massive album oh, fan. yes, of course. Yeah. I did TV movie with him. It's my first telly job, actually. And we would sit in rehearsals and talk about the Three Degrees, uh, Cunningham, Cyril Regis and Brennan Batson. Uh-huh. And how he used to go and watch them. He would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, God, okay, God, that would three be amazing if he to, could come to uh, A, negotiate a box at the Albion, and B, to invite Lenny Henry, oh, Frank Skinner Christ, and Adrian Charles to join us for an extraordinary triple header. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Eric Clapton's an Albion fan. I'm not sure if oh, that's really? true or not. And um, Goran Ivanisevic, the ex-tennis player. Don't ask me why, he just is. It's a bit yeah, weird. Yeah, we need to find out why. Famous Leeds fans? What, what are famous Leeds fans? Um, well, Russell Crowe, big Leeds fan. Yes. <gasps> is yeah. he? Um, he actually considered, and there's a lot of rumours, and we were chanting at one point for him to try and buy us. Wow. Because, partly because he does, he um, is majority shareholder in South Sydney Rabbitohs rugby league team, big rugby league fan. And oh. so he's got form for that, and That's he's made cool. it known that he's a Leeds fan. So there's a lot of call to get him back. Obviously, all the Kaiser Chiefs are Leeds fans, <laughs> all, all of them, them yeah. Um, <laughs> and good. they good, go good. along. Josh Warrington, boxer, big Leeds fan. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many to mention, to be honest. It's obviously a big you, global you, Rob, club with a lot of Street. fans. Uh, upcoming guest, yeah. Colson Smith from Corrie, big Leeds fan. Of course, um, big Leeds fan. Yeah, we'll be discussing that. Talking about him. But there's a lot of, you know, a lot of famous Leeds fans out there. Of Leeds lovers. What's the um what's the chant that you sing? What's like your home anthem? What's Leeds' Marching home anthem? On together. On together. We gonna see yeah. you win. Na, 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 na. We are so proud. We shout it loud. We love you. Oh, Leeds. Oh, Leeds. Do you know what ours is? No. Do you have one? We bag the geese, we bag geese, we moan all day oh, long. Jesus we up and down like a yo yo. This is what I have to put up with all the time. <laughs> Just absolute ridicule <laughs> from this pokey little Leeds fan. No, it's, we've got a, ours is a hymn. A hymn? Lord's my shepherd, I'll not run. He lays me down to lie in pastures green. Oh, you sing that like a company as well. That's interesting. interesting. No ass, bro. No ass, bro. No ass, bro. Yeah, the baggies. Well, we're here now. I'm feeling much more alive. Uh, thank you for the Alka Seltzer yeah. Iron Brew as well. It's always Good. very, very helpful for a hangover. Do you want a beer? How, how do you feel about a beer? I think I might be ready for a beer. Yeah, he's ready, for, ready a for a beer. Jimmy, get him in. Uh, Ken, three pints a mile, please, mate. Tetley. Tetley a bit. Let's go with Tetley. Hope the leads. Good luck for the season, mate. Thanks see you what the See you soon. Door Athletic Clubhouse Chats bonus material time. Now, right, at the end of last season, Robshaw Cameron's very own Leeds United travelled to the London Stadium to face West Ham United. It was a crucial game that would have essentially sent Leeds down or kept them up. So, naturally, I challenged Rob to update me and James with voice notes during his watching of the game. Now, of course, I obviously should have known... Robert is a bit of a socialite and was obviously busy. He was out having a lovely Sunday lunch at a birthday party he was attending. So what you're about to hear is classic Rob 
teemed with nail-biting football updates, raw emotion, and updates on his overpriced pork belly Sunday roast, a nondescript generic London gastro pub or whatever, wherever he was. Anyway, enjoy. I certainly did. All I can say is bring him on at the Hawthorns. <laughs> so it is Sunday the 21st of May 2023 and I am heading off to have a birthday lunch with my mate Rob. But at 1.30... During this lunch, Leeds will be playing West Ham at the Olympic Stadium in London in a crucial game. Winner takes all. Three points, absolutely vital. One point useless, loss useless. It means Leeds are down. So I got a typically supportive message from Jack this morning going, please, can you record voice updates, recording your despair throughout the game as you watch West Ham beat Leeds? So that was nice and supportive of him. So I have agreed to nip out to the room, as I shall be, and uh, try and update my response. Now, despite Jack's negativity, I don't know. I've got a sneaky little feeling. I don't know. I've just got a little feeling. Maybe a Patrick Bamford last-minute redemption goal after all the abuses received since his missed penalty uh, last week. So maybe that might happen. I don't know. You've got to hold on to these small dreams. So updates to follow. So uh, I'm at the venue. I just had to ask the barman to put on the um, put on the game on the screen because obviously it's Sunday lunchtime. But he's kindly agreed to put it on the screen. Two minutes to kick off. Oh, nerves. Camera's cut to a uh, jovial-looking, ever so smart Sam Allardyce. The leads huddle, come together on the pitch. Camera cutting back and forth to Patrick Bamford because this be the day. Oh, God. Bubbles across the pitch. Of course, this is West Ham's last home game, so that doesn't always bode well. I think last home games can uh, can bring the best out of teams, but let's see what happens. Kickoff is about to commence. Here we go. Patrick Bamford just broke down the left wing and terrible touch on the final one before he sets himself up for a shot, goes out for a goal kick. It always reminds me of watching Lee Chapman, a bit of a legendary lead striker back in that championship winning squad, famously married to Leslie Ash. And rumour has it is the sort of allegedly uh, was the source of Eric Cantona's move away from Leeds to Man United. I think there was some alleged marital affair with Leslie Ash, but I don't, that could be entirely unsubstantiated. Yeah, just a bit ungainly in the run. He's not that sort of running striker that inspires you with confidence and strikes fear into a defender, is he? Anyway, nil-nil. Oh, my God, Bamford again down the left and puts in a really good ball. And uh, Rodrigo, it's like he wasn't expecting it, fluffs it. It's a real chance, that. Oh, well, good, positively good attacking tent. It has been Leeds on the front foot, but, oh, man, I should really go back and be at this birthday dinner. I'm being very rude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Leeds have scored. I missed the goal. I was in deep conversation with a friend. And I've just come in to go at the bar. I'm going to be drinking a lot today because it's a good excuse to leave the party and get to the bar. But Rodrigo scored. Thank God. Um, and we are now, as it stands, out of the bottom three. Now, oh, now if there's one thing Big Sam is at, is surely parking the bus and game management. Now, he might be good at that. Leeds defence has proven it's not very good at that historically. So let's see 
What happens? Oh my god! Just thinking, there's a sort of professional victimhood sometimes with Bamford and Leeds that it's sort of like gallant failure. I'm not interested in that. Not interested in that. It's sort of like the Tim Henman esque British attitude to like gallant failure. That's why I love Andy Murray. It's like, it was not about that. It was a winner. It's like, it gets angry and wants to win in a very un British way. And I wish we had a bit more of that. Bored of this, like, limping off. God's sakes, it's half time. It's one all, and um, it's hard to keep track of the trajectory of the game uh, without fully committing to watch it. But it feels like West Ham have come back and dominated after a good start. So, look, positively. It's one all. We're still in it. 45 minutes. Who cares? It's just a scrappy last-minute goal will do us. But um, still all to play for. Meanwhile, my pork belly Sunday roast with Yorkshire pudding, gravies, side order of cauliflower cheese is en route. So it's uh, 53 minutes gone. Oh, I think that might be my pork. Um, 53 minutes gone. One all still. And I just feel like I might have to check out of this emotionally and practically for a little while for a couple of reasons. One, my pork's here, but two, I also know historically, like when I watch Leeds, they don't do as well, including when I'm in the stadium. And I just feel like their best chance is for me just to, you know, just leave them to it for a little while. So I'm going to do that for at least half an hour and maybe come back and panic for the, for the last 10 minutes. So, I've just finished my last mouthful of cauliflower cheese and crackling that I'd save for the end, because you do save the crackling, don't you? And a uh, gloating message from Jack, uh, eye emojis, then the notification comes through, Jeroboam 2-1. I mean, it's entirely, entirely predictable. And... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do, really. It's, it's how it's going to end. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up 4-1 now, to be honest. And we're down, I would imagine. We're down. Five minutes left, eight to five minutes gone. Just come out of the toilet. Saw some of old sort of fluff a really good chance and then Harrison double fluff the rebound. It's, uh, it's a hopeless picture, really. Oh, Sam Allardyce removed his gum, throws it to the floor in disdain and frustration when Big Sam throws away his gum it's the sort of equivalent metaphor to the, what's the phrase fat lady sings it's an inappropriate phrase really isn't it I don't even know what that means, oh fresh gum fresh gum is in um, yeah I don't know the problem is Leeds have never been a resilient team never had the feeling that you know when, when things go bad for them in the game that they double down and like think right come on we've got to sort this out They, their heads go down too easy they don't have a plan B and it just feels it's over and that's what I'm witnessing now it's they're, they're down in their heads I think as I am down in my spirits corner could this be it? Good cross, parried away, Fabianski. Is none to out. Oh, fluffs it with the left foot. Oh, no. Nah, nothing. And a slight side issue. I think Rodrigo's hair's looking pretty good at the minute. Well, that about sums it up, doesn't it? 3 1. Four leads players around the ball on the out, on the edge on the touchline and no one got a foot on it oh hang on VAR oh could be a heel offside 
could be a heel offside. I mean, it, it's immaterial, frankly, because even though there are seven minutes of extra time, it's a VAR, what's the saying? Oh, my God. Wouldn't this be a story? VAR rules out 3-1. We go back and score. Oh, oh. Onside, it stands. The line clearly showed a heel offside, but it stands. That's bonkers. Ugh, I mean, it's immaterial. Leeds deserve to go down. As I understand it in the table, it's still mathematically possible to survive next weekend. Yeah, it depends what Leicester do tomorrow night. Everton are playing at, at home to Bournemouth on the last day. All they'll need is a point from that. Uh, we're playing Spurs. Ugh. Well, that's it. Full time loss 3 1. They're showing VAR replays like that could have saved us, but Christ. Well, we're down, really. I mean, it's mathematically possible. We've got to beat Spurs. Leicester can't win tomorrow. Everton have got to lose to Bournemouth. And, uh, but you know, if you're relying on all of that, no chance. So, gloat away, Jack. Enjoy the moment. We'll be seeing you at the Hawthorns next year. Well, that's full time on another Stage Door Athletic pod. Thanks for listening. Make sure to look out for Encores with bonus pod episodes where we talk about all sorts from awful advert auditions to top transfers. And stay in touch. Meet other club members and share your best sporting moments on Instagram at Stage Door Athletic. And on TikTok at Stage Door Athletic as well. Right, we're off to the clubhouse for a pint.